from the new recording lair located deep beneath the Wine and Spirit Store in Ephrata, Pennsylvania. You're listening to the Masonic Light Podcast. Studio 665 presents Masonic Light Podcast. This show is recorded by Masons, for Masons, and is for entertainment purposes only. And please, no wagering. This podcast is not endorsed by any Grand Lodge, and the ridiculous ramblings of the hosts are their own. And now, here's your host. Hello, Masonic Light listeners. This is Josh. You may or most likely haven't noticed that we've been on hiatus for the last few weeks. With health concerns and other real-life events taking priority, we've not been able to release any new content, so we've decided to pause our Patreon for the time being. In our absence, please enjoy the original three Dutchy Doug episodes, followed by an unreleased segment that was recorded for the new year. Because let's face it, he's the only reason you listen anyway. Take care. Why, hello, Masonic Light listeners. This is Dutchy Doug Maidenfort coming to you with a new feature. My brother Larry Maris asked me if I would be willing to provide all of you with updates from time to time about the going-ons of my lodge. I agreed. Not sure what I was thinking, but here we go. Allow me to set the stage for this series with a brief overview of our lodge. Our lodge, the Broken Plot, Number 377 is located just outside of Nystekasville, Berks County, Pennsylvania. Now most of you have never heard of Nystekasville, and that's okay. To find us you have to drive about 15 miles down a dirt road and then right up to the base of the Blue Mountains, you know, where the earth starts to go up. (laughs) Anyway, we're located in an old converted milking parlor. Brother Hiram Hinnashitz, past master, graciously donated his old barn back in the 1840s for us rural Pennsylvania Dutch Masons to gather and do, well, you know, Masonic stuff. Now, we're a moon lodge, meaning that we meet on the full moon. We have to. We don't have any electricity in our lodge room, and those gas lights only make so bright. Our current worshipful master's brother, Amos Appleschnitz, now Amos is a good brother who always leads by example, just like his prize draft ox Molly. Our senior warden, Jacob Eckstay, is also a good egg, which makes sense since he's a chicken farmer. And our junior warden is brother John Freimauer, which is ironic since Freimauer is the Pennsylvania Dutch word for Freemason. Now just what are the chances, huh? And I'm brother Dutchy Duck Maidenford, secretary. Now, I've been in this seat for way too long, but no one wants me to move since as many of the brothers say, I can talk pretty. Now they say this because my accent isn't as thick as some of the other brothers. Well that's your introduction to our lodge. I'll be sending in updates from time to time to the podcast. Till next time, work hard, stay plumb, and out in the lights when you leave the room. I choose George J. Grove & Sons for your next home improvement project. 
At George J. Grove & Sons, we've built our reputation on quality and trust for more than 50 years. For planning to materials to installation, George J. Grove promises a home improvement experience second to none. Whether your goal is reducing energy costs, decreasing maintenance, updating curb appeal, or simply increasing the value of your home, the George J. Grove team will recommend and provide solutions that stand the test of time. Call 717-393-0859 for an estimate or visit us at georgejgrove.com. That's Pennsylvania Dutch for hello, dear brothers. Here's Dutchy Duck bringing an update from my lodge, the Broken Plot number 377. The last time I gave everyone an overview and introduction about our lodge. This time I need to tell you all about the goings-on at our last stated meeting. Last month during the reading of the minutes, brother Eli Iwahuzza snuck out of the lodge room to attend to the facilities. Now what you have to know is that our facilities is an Adhas, just a few paces due east of the temple. And we're quite proud of our Adhas. It's a two-seater. That way you can encourage the guy next to you. Anyway, Brother Eli was out there and while taking care of his business, the floorboards cracked and Donnie went. Guess he had overindulged in the pot pie during dinner. But Brother Eli is what we call pretty rond, if you know what I mean. Now for those of you city folks who have never used an outhouse before, let me tell you something. There's nothing stopping your fall except, well, you know, the stinky brown stuff. Now our pit's a good 30 feet down, so Brother Eli wasn't just going to be able to climb back on. After about a good 10 minutes, a lot of the brothers started to wonder what had happened to Eli. Brother Jimmy Hingelhaas, our trusty sentinel, stepped outside to see what he could see. He immediately heard Brother Eli's muffled shots for help. Brother Jimmy ran back in without knocking. It was an emergency for goodness sake and announced in a loud and audible tone of voice, Eli fell down the hole. Worshipful Master Appleschnitz quickly and unceremoniously called the craft off from labor. We all ran outside, except for Brother Donnie Schlover who had fallen asleep on the sidelines. As we congregated around the hole, we weren't quite sure what to do. Luckily, one of the brothers ran back into the lodge and grabbed a cable tow. Down she went. A brother Eli's hands were so smeary from the, you know what, that he had a hard time grabbing hold of the rope. One of the brothers yelled out, Just clean your hands, you dumb bunny. In the meantime, brother Donnie had woken up and came outside. He was so fahoodled that he thought we were doing the Royal Arch degree and was ready to help Brother Eli out of the quote-unquote Walt. <laughs> Brother Eli finally got the cable tow wrapped around his waist, gave the nod, and up we pulled him. When he finally got back on solid ground, he was pretty ripe, if you know what I mean. We hosed him off right then and there. A motion was made and quickly seconded to fix the Adha's floor and to reinforce it so that something like this will never happen again. Slowly we made our way back into the lodge room. 
brother Eli headed home, and we closed the meeting in peace and harmony, a lot more tired than we were when it started. Let's hope that next month will be a little less eventful. Till next time, work hard, stay plumb, and on the lights when you leave the room. Back as the mid-1800s, records exist describing the pre-meaning tradition of brethren smoking cigars during and after gatherings. To this day, the practice of smoking cigars remains very much alive in many lodges. This custom is considered a time for brethren to relax, exchange ideas, and enjoy the simplicity and fellowship that is the very essence of our brotherhood. This is what Hireman Solomon Cigars is all about. Our starting principles are to bring Masonic brethren together in the harmony of a good cigar. Pull up a chair, sit back, light up any of our premium cigars, and enjoy the history. Hiram and Solomon Cigars can be found at fine cigar retailers. For a complete list, visit HiramandSolomonCigars.com or check them out on social media to find out when they'll be at a live event near you. Hireman Solomon Cigars is pleased to be the official cigar of the Masonic Light Podcast. Hello, brethren. Dutchy Duck here with another story from my lodge, the Brogan Pla number 377. We had quite the goings-on at our March Stated Meeting. Yes, you heard me right, our March Stated Meeting. Now, I know that all Masonic events were to be cancelled in March due to the coronavirus. The problem is that given our rural location, most news never makes it on time. In fact, we're usually at least four weeks behind the rest of Pennsylvania Masons. Do you guys know what the word foreshadowing is? We didn't, but we do not. For our March meeting, we had a first degree on the trestle board. We were all excited to be bringing in young Jeremiah Niling to the craft. He's the son and grandson of current members. Now, as many of you know, it is customary for some Masons to razz any new member with stories of what to expect during their initiation. And given our agricultural background, many jokes about goats being involved were told to young Jeremiah. Some of the brethren had Jeremiah so worked up before the degree that he was visibly nervous as he entered the preparing room. As young Jeremiah came on, duly prepared with his guide, we all watched closely. We were all so concentrated on the floor work that none of us noticed that the one outside door in the southeast corner of the lodge was cracked open. As Jeremiah and his guide were making their laps, wouldn't you know who happened to wander into the room? Why, one of old lady Gisama's goats. I think his name was Buppy. I've heard her yell at that goat before. Anyway, in strolled the goat, and before we noticed, he let out a good lot. Bleh! You should have seen Jeremiah chump. Hell, we all chumped. Visions of all the terrible stories and jokes that we had told Jeremiah came flooding into our heads. One of the brothers on the sideline tried to discreetly grab the goat to take him outside. 
But what many of you city folk don't know is that goats are pretty darn agile and ornery. Old Buppy had no intentions of being led anywhere. Jeremiah's guide brother Orson Fearing whispered in Jeremiah's ear, Stand fast and await further instruction. Jeremiah yelled out, I ain't going anywhere and neither are you. He then yelled out, Pop, what the heck did you get me into? I jumped up from behind the secretary's desk in an attempt to catch old Buppy. You know, I used to be a pro at goat wrangling, but that was many moons ago. Buppy must have been listening outside the lodge for some time because he knew exactly where to go. He quickly bolted west, headbutted the junior master of ceremonies and took his staff. Now Buppy was armed and dangerous. What were we to do? For whatever reason, one of the brothers on the sideline, Sammy Gale Reba, just happened to have some carrots in his pants pocket. He pulled them out and showed them to Buppy. Buppy's eyes lit up and quickly dropped the staff and wandered over to Sammy. Brother Sammy grabbed Buppy and led him out the south gate to return to Old Lady Gizamo. After all the excitement was over, we completed the degree and Jeremiah was brought to light. From now on, we will be more cognizant of truly tiling all of the lodge before we open up. I guess the old Pennsylvania Dutch adage of learn by doing was proven correct again. Till next time, work hard, stay plumb, and out in the lights when you leave the room. Duck is back with an update from my lodge, the Broken Plow number 377. The Christmas season is upon us, and for the brethren of the Broken Plow, that means a lot is going on. Last week we participated in our annual Belschnickel tour of town, handing out gifts to the children of the lodge. This week was our December meeting, an annual holiday party, following the business of the lodge. As we arrived at the temple on Wednesday night, we were greeted with the smell of fresh pine. Yep, Brother Josiah Baumann had freshly chopped down a duckless fir from his farm and had set it up in the social hall. Our plan was to all decorate the tree after the meeting. And just as we were all preparing to head into the lodge room, Brother Frank Hunt came in holding his pet golden doodle, Sadie, in his arms. Out of breath, he said, well, we, we just came from the vet, and I didn't have time to run Sadie home. Are you okay with me letting her here in the social hall while we have the meeting? No worries, she's housebroken. We all nodded in agreement, and into the lodge we headed. The meeting was just a quick business meeting. We were planning on open installation of the new officers later this month. Halfway through the reading of the minutes, we started to hear Sadie barking. Many of the brethren looked around the room wondering what was up. But she quickly stopped, and I resumed reading the minutes. Again, she started barking, Lotta this time. Brother Frank just nodded and said, No worries, brethren. So on I went. I finished the minutes and read some communications from Grand Lodge. And as our treasurer was just about to give his report, Sadie really started barking and we could hear her running all over the place. Her barks changed to yelps and we heard a giant crashing sound. Worshipful Master Amos Appleschnitz gaveled and said, Just what the heck is going on over there? 
brother Frank jumped up and rushed into the social hall. We heard him yelling, Sadie, Sadie, stop! Ay, yama ye hari, as is donabara no kamal gut dum! And many of the brethren jumped up from their seats and rushed into the social hall. And many of them started yelling too. What we quickly realized was like something out of a Christmas movie. I mentioned earlier that Brother Josiah had brought in a fresh Christmas tree. Well, that baby was so fresh that it still had a family of four squirrels living in it. Apparently, Sadie found them before they found her. When the animals' eyes locked, all hell broke loose. By the time I got into the social hall, the tree was knocked over, our bookcase had been tipped, two tables had been flipped, and chairs were scattered everywhere. Sadie was running all over the place, and brethren were scattered everywhere trying to help catch the squirrels. Some were diving to the floor trying to catch them, but missing. But as many as you know, squirrels are quick little fellas. It was mass chaos. Later, one of our Vietnam veterans said that it reminded him of his time in the Mekong Delta. We finally were able to catch three of the squirrels, and good old Sadie caught the final one, parading it around in her mouth like the trophy that it was. We opened an outside door and returned God's creatures to nature, where they belong. We spent the rest of the night cleaning up the social hall and having a good laugh at what the heck had just happened. I hope that all of you, my brethren, have a less eventful holiday season than we did. I wish you all a blessed and joyous Christmas and holiday season and a rich and fulfilling new year. Or as we say in Pennsylvania Dutch, Hallelujah Christog, Unenglickseliges Nayor. Till next time, work hard, stay plumb, and out in the lights when you leave the room. To learn more about the Pennsylvania Dutch language, culture, and history, please visit my website, padutch101.com, or my YouTube channel. Just search for Doug Mainford or PA Dutch 101.